where four teaching friends from across the country have discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard, guys? Missing Rutta. Yes, when Rutta's not with us, it's so hard. It is. It's just not the same. But you know what else is hard? Taking care of ourselves when we're always taking care of others. Ugh, no kidding. I think as teachers, we are such the caregivers to everyone. If you have a family, to your family, to all of our kids all day long, but we're really bad about taking care of ourselves. I think we just think busy is normal. Yeah, we do. Yep. I think you're right. Um, You know, I'm dealing with that situation myself right now. I had an accident last year at work and um, had a tailbone injury and a broken arm and a sprained ankle. And, Uh, you know, I got the arm and everything treated, but I I waited for the back, you know, to calm down and um, it just never did. And now here I am a year later back because I didn't take care of it. I should have gone in sooner. I've just been like, ooh, it's not good, guys. No, it's not. No, it's like you just get too busy to take care of yourself. And, you know, so many of us have just reached the decision that um, it's just part of our job, you know, busy, busy, busy. We just don't think about taking care of ourselves. And there's not enough time to be a good teacher and do that. Right. Yeah, I I think you're right. And, And if and. Is anyone else out there a master at procrastination? <laughs> Here. Oh, gosh. So I oh, never yeah. procrastinate about getting a massage, but I do procrastinate about doctor's appointments, which is why I'm at where I'm at. But, you know, <laughs> procrastination is just, it, it's definitely not on the self-care bucket list. Well, and especially yeah, I, the schedule, I think we always say, you know, oh, I'll get to it during break. I'll get to it in the summer. I'll get to it on my day off instead of dealing with what's happening. Yeah, we never do really. And you know, I hate to go to the doctor too. So I just put it off all the time. You know, I need to go to the, you know, get the mammogram and all that. And I'm just putting it off, but I'm going to do it soon. (laughs) (laughs) There's a name for that. It's called, I call it the Scarlett O'Hara syndrome. (laughs) <laughs> I won't worry about that today. I'll think about that tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Which leads me to like tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow creeps in its petty pace. I'm sorry. I'm waxing Shakespeare now, but I am the queen of tomorrow. I really am. I really am. I really am. So it is tough. And I think we, I think anyone listening out there probably agrees with us. It is extremely tough. Um, So let's kind of talk about this, guys. What is teacher self-care? How do you you define teacher self-care? So, you know, I alluded to some self-care ideas. You know, I'm, I'm Johnny on the spot when it comes time to make a, an appointment for a massage. 
or a pedicure or something like that. That's fun self-care to me. (laughs) Yes. Right. I'm really good at that kind of self-care, but I, I think that, um, Self-care is bigger than that. To me, self-care has to do with, you know, making the doctor's appointments and keeping the doctor's appointments, mm-hmm. going to Which, the dentist, right? Having yes. a medical test that they want you to have, um, not swinging by McDonald's on the way home from school because you've got papers to grade and don't feel like cooking. And maybe there's a better choice or or, or maybe, you know, you get someone in your life who loves you to cook for you instead of you feeling like you have to do it all for everyone. Um, right. Those are some not self-care choices. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You well, know, or where you get... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Deanne. Oh. I was just going to say, sometimes, you know, when you get bummed out, you're feeling sorry for yourself. So what do you do? You head for the refrigerator for ice cream or something, but you don't go to get a carrot, which would be good for you, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That never actually occurs to me. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Kathy. <laughs> no, well, I think too, self-care, you're right, Tracy, about the fun stuff. Um, but I think it has to be, help us with our well-being and being able to maintain it like permanently, right? Because I always, I always, whenever I think of self-care, I think of the whole um, example we get every time we fly somewhere. And the flight attendants mm-hmm. talk about putting on your oxygen mask before helping others. And it's yes. the same thing, right? Like we have to help and take care of ourselves or we won't have the energy to give to our students. We won't have the focus, you know, to give to our staff or whatever it is. Very true. It's like we have to love and take care of ourselves before we can take care of anybody else. Yes, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a horror story that goes with that. It's um, in my district. It really is a horror story. It's it's sad, and it's 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 um a very hard lesson about self care. Um, very dedicated teacher in our district. Very very dedicated, well respected, and loved by everyone. Um, pushed herself a little too hard. She didn't um go get help when she had the flu. She didn't take care of herself. She didn't go to the doctor. If she had gone to the doctor sooner, maybe, you know, we would have had a different outcome. But she ended up passing away. Um, And she worked, you know, the day, I think she worked the day she died or the day before she died. Uh, It was her principal who made her go to the hospital. Um, And it's, you know, it's so sad. Um, That is, because this is terrible. Yeah, you know, that's horrible. When you think about um, a person who's dedicated, you know, who has a calling, this is that's the kind of teacher this person was. And um, but what a lesson! What a lesson for all of us around around her, you know, that were horrified with what happened. And 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 so we can joke about it, right? You know, yeah, we got to take care of ourselves. But 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 it really is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, we really right. do have to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Well, and it shouldn't be dedicated to the detriment of our health. No. Mm-mm. No. You know, and it, a lot of times I'll see like on Facebook, you know, teachers are so depressed and everything. They have so much trouble with their class. And, you know, it's like they're making themselves sick over that. And that's just just not good. We really do have to take no, care right. of ourselves. Yes. I also think, guys, do you think there's like this culture that, that kind of exists, though, within our own our own um, 
community of teachers. I think that as teachers, sometimes, you know, we feel like we're lauded if we're paragons, right? If we, we don't have these weaknesses, we don't need to go get the mammograms. We don't, you know, but she kept going. I think there was, there's, there's something I saw on Facebook about the, the teacher who died and made her funeral into a literacy event or something, backpacks of books oh, or something. Yes, I saw that too. Oh, I missed that one. On, right. About how selfless and how wonderful, and it is selfless and it is wonderful. But, but when that becomes the norm and the expectation of us as human beings, that we be that selfless and that wonderful, you know, what does that say about us? And is that, is that an expectation that we really want to put on ourselves or expect of each other? Right. I don't think it should be. Yeah. No, no it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, we there's so many things, you know, going on that we really do have to stop and say, look, it, I do have to, you know, take care of myself. If 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 I'm really um stressed, maybe I'm gonna take a day off just for myself because I need it. And we and I don't think teachers do that enough. We we really need to to promise ourselves that we're gonna do things like that. Yeah. Right. I actually have a great principal who encourages that. You know, he That's says wonderful. you should take a day for yourself, take a day off, take a it's a mental health day, it's just as important. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. He's always looking out for us that way. So it is really great. When I was teaching, I I would take, I took one day a month off for mental health and so did my partner. We just said the heck with it. We're just going to do it. And it's too bad. The kids will survive. And so will will the school. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think that that's a, that's a good, um, first step, you know, is to looking at, okay, what do I need? Ask yourself that. What do I need? And what do I want? Mm -hmm. And how am I feeling? Um, And to have some of that self-monitoring in place is, um, it's vital. It's, it's, it's vital to your, your career satisfaction and your performance in the classroom Mm -hmm. as well. So what are some steps that you can take Um, to make time for self-care. How do you do that? How do you manage it? I think um, one really important thing is, you know, when you get up in the morning to really build a routine for your self-care, I try to do a Qigong routine like every morning and there are short, you can do a short one for like about five minutes or so, or even 10 minutes. And it really, really helps me to de-stress. And um, I I think I told you before, but I took this great course over the summer from Kelly Elena, Balanced Teacher Life. Mm -hmm. And um, she, she had us writing in a journal and what we were supposed to write was um, we were supposed to think about what was a great thing that happened yesterday, what would be a great thing about today, and to come up with something that you want to improve, change, or make better today. And that got me thinking in a more positive way. And yeah, so I think in addition to the – yeah, I really like that. Yeah. So, I, But it's easier said than done. Right. <laughs> it is. Sometimes. I, the, the routine is so important. I, it yes, is it is. Extremely important. I do something similar. I took a course called, uh, called Inner Engineering, and it was about, um, you know, using um, 
breathing kriyas and yoga and meditation and having a daily practice of, that takes about 21 minutes, uh, 22 minutes to, to do. And I think to myself, okay, so if I can, if I can take 22 minutes to stuff some pizza down my throat, I could take 22 minutes of <laughs> school, right? To do this yes. totally makes me feel better. Yeah. I also play this kind of game with myself when I get really, really overwhelmed, which I've been lately. <laughs> when I get really, really overwhelmed, one of the things that I do is I kind of tend to lose my center of, you know, uh, I get, I'm working all the time and that's not healthy. And so I ask myself these, these questions, what does a normal person do after work? <laughs> I ask myself that too. That's hilarious. Normal, quote unquote, normal. normal yeah. Yeah. A yeah, right. <laughs> person goes to the gym. A normal person eats dinner and it's not always standing in front of the stove with the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> down with the plate sometimes, right? You know, a normal person veges on the couch for an hour or so and watches Netflix or TV. Mm -hmm. What does a normal person do? And then the next question is what, Kathy, after that? Let's see if you ask the same one I do. What a normal, uh, I don't know because I can't relate. Oh, well, my next question is, (laughs) So, Tracy, are you normal? Oh, I was already assuming you were not. <laughs> yeah, the answer is usually no. And then I go take steps to get there, right? I need an intervention. No, because as you're talking, I'm thinking, oh, I don't sit and watch Netflix. I don't go, you know what I mean? Like, I, exactly yeah. what you were just saying. So, hmm. But what you were mentioning about the gym, because it's so hard to get to the gym, and I've, you know, many a year have paid for the gym and then not gone. Um, mm-hmm. That a, a, a little while, it was a few years ago, we decided, the teachers at my school, um, that we were going to pay for a trainer to come to school. And so we the, did that too. Oh, I love that. Go it ahead. Was so great. For a couple of years, twice a week, a trainer would come literally right as the bell was ringing. So we couldn't escape. You know, you couldn't make any excuses like, oh, I need to grade some paper. No, we had to literally run to the bathroom, change into our workout clothes, and she would meet us outside. And we did everything from Pilates to Zumba to boot camp. But we felt so good. It was great for, you know, just bonding socially. But we all were so like in such better shape and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. We really that was the best. Yeah. You know what they, they should do? They should hire people, right, to do that. I mean, every single school should have that. Yes. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. That would be the ultimate in self-care. Yep. One year, too, I um, the gym teacher I was really friendly with, so we went for walks all around the neighborhood and everything, and I had to keep up with her. It was not easy. <laughs> but it was so good for me after right. school. Just even a simple walk, but building that into your routine. I know. I will say, you know, research says that dog owners are some of the healthiest, you know, they're healthier than non-dog owners. And you know why that, why that is? Because you're always walking because the dog? Yeah. 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 There's a component, right? In the dog. Like today I experienced it, right? I staggered in <laughs> from my doctor's appointment, you know, into my house and my dog had been a lot a, a, you know, alone way longer than she should have been and that she normally is. 
and I open the door and the first thing that happens, you know, I'm, I'm urging her to come on, let's go pee. Come on, let's go pee. Cause she's been cooped up for hours. She would not go pee until she kissed me and greeted me. Oh, sweet. I couldn't get her to go until I bent down so she could put her arms around me. Yeah. Yes. That pet ownership and the walking the dog, it's it's a big deal. It is. For me, nature. Gets me out early every morning. Yes. If you have like a, a park, someplace where there's trails and trees, um, for me, that's, oh, God, it's a must. I have got to be out in nature at least a couple times a week. It totally just decompresses me. Are you guys like that? Yeah. Yes, I have to be outside. Yeah. You yeah, definitely have nice to, be to be outside. Out. Tracy, you mentioned a couple times about massages. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I mean, that, that that to me is like my happy place, <laughs> getting a massage. Um, there is a massage like a chain of massages where I live in California. I don't know if they're around the country, um, but I was paying just like a monthly fee. It wasn't too expensive, uh-huh. but I could then get a massage every month. And it forced me to thing. take that time. And it was, uh, it's just the best. I, I mean, I look at it as part of my health, not yeah. as an extravagance. Yeah. And you're still doing that now, Kathy? You still no, do that? No, I didn't because then I thought, oh, awesome. you know, and it was scheduling even the time to go in once a month. But I, that's my New Year's resolution is actually to start that again in January. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. You so know, hold me to it. <laughs> I've done that too. In the place we'll get after you. Yes. Thank you. The place that I go to lets you stockpile them if you don't get to use them every month. So I, yes, then I'd really treat myself, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, if it's a break or something, I'll make an hour and a half massage appointment oh, yes. and then the sauna afterwards, you know, oh my gosh. And then I'm a limp noodle when I walk out, but boy, does it feel good. <laughs> or have you ever yeah, tried re- great. reflexology? Have you ever tried that? No. Oh, so I have done it to myself a little bit, but I'd love to do it. Oh oh my gosh. So I found it was through Groupon. I found this Chinese place um, and close to where I live and they um, do reflexology. And I'm not going to say it's not relaxing. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, honey, rub my feet. (laughs) It's not like that. I'm not going to lie. There are times where I like, oh my God, that hurt like a mother. And then I get up and I stand up and it's like my feet are rooted into the ground. They feel so much better. Everything feels so much better. I think I really need to do that with my tingles in the feet. I definitely need something like that. I'm not going to blow warm, fuzzy smoke at you. It hurts. But I know (laughs) when you're done, you walk, you stand taller, your posture's better, and you walk out of there in a lot less pain than when you walked in. Um, that's one of my favorite places. One of my- it's really worth it. Okay, so ladies, let's go back to talking about the self-care. What is on your bucket list? We're coming up now to a frantic time of year for many, many, many people. And in addition to a frantic time of year, sometimes it's all—it's a stressful time of year. And sometimes it's a sad time of year, depending on what you've got going on in your life and the nostalgia that this time of year brings for a lot of people. So what is on your self-care bucket list? 
for me, I think I would like to do monthly massages and or reflexology. That was a great idea, Tracy. I really could use that. Uh, I know. Yeah. I, I reminded myself. For me, it's something I've been wanting to try for a while. It's one of those floating pools. I saw it on Groupon. And so you can, um, you go and it's um, dense water. It's, it's, I think it's salt. I think they add salt to it enough so that salinity will support you and you float. And it's kind of like a sensory deprivation kind of thing. Um, you float and you relax. It's supposed to be really great for your muscles and joints. And, and then the other part is to keep it. Sounds my- amazing. <laughs> Sounds great. Boy, I wish we all lived closer so we could all go do some of these things together. Girls, girls day, girls day, spa day. That's it. That's it. And all with no guilt. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Definitely. Mm. Well, mine too. Well, besides the massages, which I am going to go back to monthly again, but it's just spending the time like curled up with a book, a non-teaching book, because I'm really guilty of trying to read everything out there having to do with teaching because um, it's never ending and I'm always wanting to learn and excited about it, but just kind of decompressing with a great novel. Oh, that's an awesome idea. And I have stacks. Yeah. That I, <laughs> I, do I know. Stacks. I know there's a name for that and I keep buying and I add to the stick and decorate books. Do you decorate? <laughs> I do. <laughs> the house that Tracy built. <laughs> it's insulated with books. Oh my gosh. Well, guys, it's been fun talking about self care. You guys, everyone needs to make sure that they join us next week because we have got something really special planned for your winter holiday break. We are so excited. We want you to join us for a progressive dinner. We're going to be dishing up our favorite winter break recipes, recipes for fun, fun people, fun with a capital F, cocktails, food, and good books that aren't child-oriented. So until next time, be sure to join us. Check out our blog links in the show notes, and we look forward to catching you next time. Have a great one. 